Welcome back to Newswire. It's coming up to 20 to 5. Now, film and TV studios need to learn the lessons of the music industry if they want to stop illegal streaming. That was in a piece by Jim Carroll in the Irish Times, and I'm joined by Jim now. Jim, how are you? Good, thanks, Tom. Now, Jim, first of all, there's uh, that the, the High Court did take action against six... or The action was by six major studios to get nine... There's a lot of numbers here, I'm sorry. Internet service providers to stop these streaming sites but it just it's just whack-a-mole you get rid of one and another one pops up yeah i mean the the, the court action i suppose you know you, you've got to say one thing for the film and tv industry they're doing the exact same thing as the music industry did and the music industry did for many years which is basically send i suppose legal eagles to the well-paid and overpaid solicitors barristers attorneys and lawyers doing what jurisdiction you're in to basically go out to bat for them, to go out and kind of like mean stop piracy and try, try and cut down piracy. In the, in the Irish case, uh, on Monday in the High Court, Justice Brian Cregan basically issued orders to, as you say, nine ISPs, internet service providers, uh, to, to basically stop and block access to three, uh, three websites, three streaming sites. These sites were basically providing uh, illegal, it, 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 I mean illegal content, as in people could go there and stream and download uh, films and TV shows. Uh, without paying, without paying the cost, and uh, what happens is like okay, the access is blocked, but like but within a couple of hours, there are other sites there, and there are other sites already existing that people can go to and actually uh, uh, view the same programs, the same uh, films as well. And uh, in the in the piece, I use the kind of like the the, the expression whack a mole, and it's a case of like as just as some of these sites are being blocked or some of these sites are are being kind of like eliminated, other sites emerge straight away, and it it, it, it this is going to keep on happening again. Again, again, it was an issue that the music industry faced back in the early years of the last decade, before the iTunes Store came on board and before Spotify was born. Which was that, like people, because there was no, I suppose, legal way for there was actually no legal way for people to obtain downloads before iTunes came along. And what happened was, instead of actually working at this, the music industry decided it was easier for them to pay lawyers to go out and act on their behalf. Yeah, everybody, I, I think I've been speaking about this issue with my, my dad, funnily enough, a lot, and he keeps saying that by killing Napster, instead of buying it, the music industry shot itself in the foot, and it took 10 years for it to kind of recover. Um, yeah. Just on that, there's, it's is it fair to say that it's access is the most important access and being, like if I wanted to sit down now in college and watch an episode of Game of Thrones, I probably couldn't unless I went and bought a DVD in the Omni Park, and that's just far yeah, too much trouble. That, that's 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 a very good point, Tom. And just go back to what your father said as well about like I mean that ten years. You you got to remember that like the problem was a lot was was it was uh, was going on like a couple of years before Napster was born because you had an awful lot of telecommunications and telecom. I remember this from working in record in London in the late 1990s. You had telecoms and tech companies coming towards kind of like saying what was coming down the road. They were they were kind of like they they like it wasn't a case of Napster suddenly emerged uh, out of nowhere. This this technology was already in train. Things were already happening. Well, the record companies back then, back in the late 1990s, the record companies were getting fat on the back of the CD boom. People were still buying CDs to replenish their vinyl collections, and now they're buying vinyl to replenish their CD and download collections. But, like, you know, the record companies were just lazy. They were just really, they were getting fat on the back of those profits, and they weren't prepared to invest. So what's happening right now is that, like, you know, you have the same situation when you kind of look at the film and TV world. They'll point to things like Netflix or Amazon or Prime or, like, they'll, they'll point to all these kind of, like, you know, platforms that are there. But the problem is that if you're a user, 
you basically want one one size fits all solution. You want a Spotify for film and TV. You want to have a situation where right now where people know that that if they go to Spotify, ninety five, ninety seven, ninety eight percent of the music they want to hear is available on Spotify. Like I mean, obviously for kind of like I mean esoteric music fans or those who are looking for like I mean really brand new music or certain kinds of alternative music that won't do, and that, that's that's fine. I mean, Spotify will never claim to be like me all things there'll always be a tiny percentage that you won't be able to obtain on any one platform in the case of film and TV just kind of look at something like Netflix but I was looking at Netflix and you know not only is not, everything isn't there but also the, 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 win, the windowing that's involved as in like something is released in the States and then like I mean a couple of weeks later or even a month later it's released it, it's released for the European platforms that just won't do we live, in a, we live in an age where the consumer is king and the consumer wants everything available on tap most people who are using the pirated site like it, it, it's kind of they prefer not to in many ways because if they go to a pirated site there's, there's ads for porn or there's kind of like I mean there's that, that kind of stupid clickbaity stuff around it it often isn't a great experience because the, 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 the clip keeps buffering all the time but the point is that if they want to see an episode or whatever program you know be it kind of like me shots are fired at the moment or be it kind of like you know they're, they're, any other kind of TV series right now that, that's on the states and has been, has been acquired by Sky Atlantic or someone over here they will have to go to those kind of sites and thing is like people aren't going to hang around they're just, they're, they're just not we, we, we've learned that from music people aren't going to wait on the official reasons available if they know they can go to a legal site and either download it or stream it right there just, uh, I was speaking to one of the lads on our sports show, Action Replay, last week, and the Premier League seemed to be having a pretty similar problem. Where those sites, they're they're not acceptable. They're like the quality is absolutely appalling. Um, I, I I'll be honest, I have used them before. I I watched the first steps of the Grand Tour illegally, and that mm-hmm. kind of spurned me to actually subscribe because I like this like this program and yeah. it gave me the access. But then, as soon as the Grand Tour ended, I have no reason to be subscribed to Prime anymore because that's the flagship. That's the number one. Like, yeah, and that's, that's like, I mean, what, you, what you've hit, that, hit on there is it, it's kind of like a, a really good point because it's like, you know, you you are, I mean, and, and many people like this who, who will be on those pirated sites because it's like there's nothing else available. And like, I mean, if they go to kind of like a site where they have to pay for it, there's certain expectations. There's expectations around quality, which you get. There's expectations around access, which you have. But the thing is, like, you know, in many cases, when the particular experience they want to see is, is over, there's no, there's no reason to hang around. I mean, I pay a tenner a month to Spotify Premium, and it's the best tenner I spend every month. Many of this, many of the, much of the music I'm playing is probably upstairs in the CD in, in, in the attic. But the thing is, like, you know, I know it's available. I have touch of a button. I know, basically, that the quality is always excellent. I know as well, and something that's always impressed me about Spotify is the minute, and this is, this is coming from a, a very non-geek background, Tom, it's like, I mean, the minute I press play on something on my screen, it's coming out of the speaker straight away. I mean, like, you know, that speed is incredible. So it's like, if you had something similar for film and TV, people would be prepared to jump for it. You know, if you had something where, like, I mean, the film, the film and TV studios all came together and went, okay, instead of enriching legal eagles, instead of paying for these lawyers to send their kids to school, like, how about we spend that money on creating an amazing platform? We create, we spend our money on creating a, a, a brilliant Spotify-like uh, uh, entity, which will basically do away with piracy straight away. And the thing is, like, they've all got, they've got sites like Hulu, they've got sites like Netflix, you know, they've got all their individual entities, which is very similar to what happened with the music industry back in the early years of the 2000s before Steve Jobs came along. They've all got their own little, little enclaves, and they don't realize that if they join forces, they can actually pretty much wipe out piracy straight away. 
the problem of what, 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 why they won't do this is because the same thing which happened with Spotify is going to apply in that case, which is the revenue model. The revenue model is kind of key in all of this. They know that if they kind of go to kind of a, a streaming model, the amount of money coming in is going to be a lot smaller than it is right now. And this creates problems all around. We saw with the record industry, you know, you see artists giving out about royalties and whatever. But what's happened is like all the fat has gone out of the business. You know, and what's happened is that they, if anything, look at record labels, for example. Record labels have basically, I suppose, responded to the Spotify situation by cutting their cloth to suit. You talk to record labels right now, and they know they, they're very happy with Spotify because they know the money is coming in. It's a very, it's a, it's a, it's a decent business model. Okay, it's not as much money as going around during the CD boom, but that money was that that kind of, that revenue model was net was never in any way, shape, or form sort of like sustainable. Jim. Yeah, Tom. Oh, sorry, I thought I'd lost you there for a second. Um, no. That's unfortunately that's about all the time we have. If you ever do finish your script on uh, a team of dodgy but lovable hockey players <laughs> in Finland, uh, do send me an email because that is a, a series I want to see, no matter what the the, the platform is or whatever the quality pay, is you, like. You, at least, at least I know that you'd pay for it. <laughs> Thanks very much, Jim. See you later. No problem, Tom. Mindset. Bye bye. Bye bye.